you are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, good people? Welcome to Locked On NFL, and thank you for making us your first listen of the day we're free on all platforms and check us out on locked on nfl on youtube james rapine uh getting ready to cover his first playoff game here in a couple of weeks and me i'm worried about senior bowl the draft and free agency down in jacksonville what's up homeboy not much man living the living the dream like you said Get, gonna uh cover the postseason we'll see how long it lasts uh i do know weather in jacksonville it, you certainly had the edge because it was warm here until about i don't know middle of the week last week then it got cold. Winter is, is officially here, which uh, the Bengals play in the AFC North. So I guess that's fitting. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it probably feels a little bit uh, warmer because of all of the joy that's going on up in Cincinnati. And it probably feels a little colder down here in Jacksonville because of all of the wildness that's going on down here. But uh, we uh, we got a lot to talk about, man. Uh, someone very, very credible dropped a tweet. Look, after the other day, I thought the Antonio Brown uh, issue was was done and gone and there ain't nobody going to pick him up just because of the way things are. And then Josina Anderson comes out with, I'll quote the tweet, if Antonio Brown wants a job on another team in the NFL, he can have one. That is not an opinion. That is what I know. And Josina is very, very credible and usually on top of it. So now we got to dis dissect this and figure out who's crazy enough to do it. And then, James, uh, who is in a position that Antonio would like to play for? Yeah, it's um, – and hopefully I sound clearer now because I, I realized my mic wasn't plugged in properly. So there we go. I, we, it's uh, early January. We still haven't figured that part out, I guess, if you're me. That being said, I'm, I'm surprised. Um, and at the same time – I'm not surprised. And, and so that's the tough thing, right? So let's break it down a bit. When you see and in, in saw Antonio Brown shirtless in the middle of the end zone, uh, just prancing, jumping up and down, pumping up the crowd and going to the locker room. Um, and then afterwards, Bruce Arian says he's no longer a Buccaneer, essentially. Felt like that might be it for him. Yeah. And at the same time, I don't think anyone questions his talent. And so when I think about, and I, I think I said this to one of the beat writers because the Bengals are playing at the time. I think I said this to Ben Baby of ESPN. I was I turned to him like, well, the Bengals are playing Kansas City. Andy Reid's not never been shy about betting on talent. Josh Gordon, in it's a completely different situation, but Josh Gordon is on the Chiefs right now. So you never know. Um, so that would be a team I, I thought of, but I just kind of said, eh, you know what? Probably not. He's probably done. And yet, if Josina Anderson says it, it means someone reputable probably told her, hey, if he gets released, we're going to try to scoop him up. And uh feels like his days in Tampa are done. I don't think that's really debatable at this point. But who knows? Maybe he ends up on a, uh, a playoff contender here and gets one more shot. He did help the Buccaneers win the Super Bowl last year. Can't deny that. No. And when you think about it, I have to think about who is – Who'll do it and do it with their chest? Like, it, it, like all of the criticism. So this thing now, it seems like someone, someone being Tampa, 
already took the hit for signing him and and he's like he has this domestic issue with women and and i don't necessarily want to make light of it but i also don't want to overstate it because i absolutely right now i'm a little foggy as to absolutely i don't remember exactly what he did you know so but i know it was something bad involving uh the mother of his kids so anybody that takes that hit there are some other things that aren't taboo enough to kind of keep him away and you know walking off the field and having it be some sort of dispute and understanding of whether or not um or misunderstanding or whether or not he just told him look man something's wrong with my ankle or if it was something else before that if they really didn't want him back after the the fake vax card but they did it because godwin got hurt and he felt that tension whatever it is the bucks have already taken the hit for things that like you can't let a guy come back for um mm-hmm. like ray rice ain't seen ray rice hasn't seen the nfl since what happened with him because of what people saw it's almost like kareem hunt once somebody takes the hit for that and he's back in then now we're looking at this singular incident and this singular incident might not be enough for other people to not want him on their on his team on their team yeah and if you're andy reed and you're the chiefs and you look around it's to me a wide open afc you have Tyreek Hill, you have Travis Kelsey, and you really don't have anything else. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful to McCall Hartman or, uh, you know, any of those guys down uh, in Kansas City, you know, those speedsters that they have. Because I get it, they have speed, right? Pringle, speedy. But come on now. Josh Gordon's washed up, but Antonio Brown isn't. Antonio Brown can ball, and you're not signing him forever. You're saying, all right, A.B., so you didn't want to go back in because of your ankle because it feels like that's what he – is going to uh, claim, help us beat Tampa or beat Green Bay or beat whoever <laughs> that we face in the Super Bowl because we they could probably get there without him, but at some point they're going to need uh, someone else to step up or bring in a guy like A.B. of his talent, and then you only need him for, well, there's one game left in the regular season. The Titans are probably going to get the bye, so four playoff games. Don't play him the regular season. Four games. Can you get good at Antonio Brown, healthy Antonio Brown for four games? And then you say, thank you for the ring. Uh, We're not going to deal with the headache (laughs) afterwards, but we're going to keep you around for these four games. I think you can. You can. And let me ask you this. Under that scenario, are there any other contenders that you think might kick the tires on a guy like A.B.? Because I I agree with you. I think Andy Reid and the Chiefs, they might do it with their chest. Okay. (laughs) They might because because they want to win. The Titans, although, you know, the fact he, you know, they, they got two guys, but still Vrabel, Vrabel will probably, Vrabel probably like, look, if you don't do this right, I'm going to fight you. You know what I'm saying? So the Titans are a team. I think realistically the Chiefs, the Rams are obviously quirky enough to, to try to do it in LA with him and AB. And of course, Aaron Donald will probably knock him out if he gets wrong. Uh, but the thing is, is, who else could it be? Can't be Dallas, even though Robert Michael Gallup's out. I don't think they'll do it. Green Bay, Green Bay is a possibility. Cold weather experience needs to get over the hump. He played for Tampa last year, and and they knocked Green Bay out in in a in Lambeau. And Aaron Rodgers will be like, dude, come on. And the thing that impresses me about all of this, and I, I hate to say impressed because you know I don't know if any kids are listening, but. Everywhere dude goes, he doesn't have to learn an offense. 
He, he's a football player's football player. He fits right into anything. What do you want me to do? Run what? I got it. Oh, you see? So football IQ and hard work are, are totally different from his character. And mm-hmm. even Ryan Clark said it best. Ryan Clark was like, look, I had never questioned the dude on the grass. He said he's the hardest working dude I've ever been around. And I, you never questioned him on the grass. And at some point, what happened the other day sort of made people question him on the grass. And now that the reports are coming out the way that they are, and it doesn't help Arians being so, because, you know, right away, we automatically believe Bruce, right? Mm-hmm. But then it doesn't help that Arians is being so coded about what happened and nobody else is talking about it, even though there was other people involved on the sideline where if somebody wants to believe that Antonio Brown had a legitimate beef, they're going to believe it because everyone else is just say what happened. And then by them not releasing him and trying to find out what their recourse is, maybe they want to suspend him to the point where if you get suspended, you can't put him on a playoff roster. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it, it, yeah. And maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe that's the point of it because if you are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and you have Intel that AB is going to sign with the Packers, he's going to sign with the chiefs. It's going to be hard enough to try to make another run without Godwin and without Brown. It's just, it is. I don't know if they're capable of doing it. The defense isn't as good as it was last year. They've had a hell of a lot of injuries, and I get it. Tom Brady just went 93 yards against the Jets, but it's still the Jets. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you're going to be able to do that with Tyler Johnson and company uh, when it comes playoff time. And it feels like you won't. So if you're the Bucs, you want to strengthen one of those teams, potentially strengthen one of those teams at least, that uh, could be on the hunt for him. I don't know if you have to release him. I think you could, you, if you pay him this week, he's under contract. The problem mm-hmm. is when the guy says he's no longer a buck, but that doesn't mean that the contractual aspect of it goes away. So maybe you just keep him on your rolls, pay him for this week, and if you pay him for this week and then just don't put him on your playoff roster, no one else can pick him up. Yeah, and we're recording on Tuesday afternoon before the transactions have come out. So there's a chance – that uh, by the time you hear this, the Bucks have already released him. But there's also a chance, like you said, where they leave it open. And uh, clearly, Josina Anderson thinks that um, Antonio Brown could get a job if he wants to. I'll tell you this. If you're trying to get in shape this uh, new year, Built Bar can help you do it. Built Bars are the number one protein bar on the planet. And yeah, there's a lot of New Year's resolutions out there. But maybe you're not one of those resolutioners. And it's just as simple as wanting to have a healthy snack around the house. Well, Built Bars are exactly that. They're covered in 100% chocolate, and they're the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. High in protein, low in sugar, low in calories, perfect for you. If you're watching on YouTube, by the way, you should subscribe to Lockdown NFL on YouTube. Here's a caramel apple uh, almond delight, excuse me. It's amazing. They taste great. Uh, You need to check them out at uh, built.com and right now you're going to get 15% off your order when you use promo code lock 15 it's the number one protein bar on the planet again get 15% off with promo code lock 15 at built.com all right rolling along here on a wednesday james rapine tony wiggins i'm always just blown away about stuff in the nfl man i thought ab was done (laughs) and we here we are talking about ab possibly having a job but the goal to show you though teams will do anything for talented people uh Awards. We always do this uh, in the midseason. We try to make the prediction about who does what. I think Monday somebody solidified something Monday night. Um, Let's get to the awards, James. Which side of the ball you want to start off? Do you want to go rookies? How do you want to do it? You name it, I claim it. 
Let's start with MVP. Back to back. Just cue, just cue up the Drake music. Back to back. A. Back a. To Ron Rogers for me. I don't know about you. This one's pretty easy. It is pretty easy. Um, I honestly cannot tell you that I've ever seen a stretch where a guy played like this. He throws as few interceptions to touchdowns as anybody I've ever seen in my life. And he's like done it like eight, nine times in his career. Aaron Rodgers, you ready? Mm-hmm. He's not the GOAT. That's Brady. Mm-hmm. He is, however, the most talented passer I've ever seen in my life. That's that's fair. I'm not going to debate it. Some of the arm angles and throws he made. Unreal. Agreed. Unreal. Agreed. He, he, he's like he's like the Steph Curry of quarterbacks. He's like whatever. And he looks like a bum right now. I mean, the dude. <laughs> I, he just looks ridiculous. Like, and, and I don't think I'm going out on a limb. I think most people that are watching the Packers, including Packers fans, are like man. Dude doesn't look good, right? He needs a haircut. He needs to shave. He needs, you know, a shower, it looks like. But, uh, and I'm not questioning his hygiene, but maybe I am. Uh, but he's, when he gets out there, he's still playing like the, the old Aaron Rodgers. And uh, just to think um, about where he was this offseason, then all of the vaccine, COVID stuff, and he's going to probably walk away with the MVP for back to back years. Just a wild, wild times right now. There's this, and then those narratives surrounding him with him going back and forth to the organization and hosting Jeopardy. And it, it, it might be the weirdest quarterback career I've, I've also ever seen, maybe besides Joe Namath and Jim McMahon. This is the, the weirdest kind of laid back. Uh, I play grunge music and country music and drink bourbon <laughs> for breakfast. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's, just, it's just so funky and laid back and weird, man. But it is what it is at this point, but he is also the MVP. How about let's not make him the offensive player of the year. I oh, he's not. With, I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor oh. as the offensive player of the year. And I know, I know that's probably who you weren't going to. No, I'm not. You think <laughs> I was going to go Taylor? Uh, well, that's where I'm going because no, uh, Cooper Cup, is, maybe you ever heard okay, of him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. You're Cooper right. Cooper Cup. You're right. I mean, he he's uh, without Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford is a bust in Los Angeles. Yes, <laughs> and people are questioning it anyway. But that dude has been unbelievable, and you know, just a target monster. I understand that he's getting a ton of targets, but he's uh, turning them into. He's developed into a hit a level this year that I didn't expect him to in Me his either. career, and I thought he was really good, but. That dude's a one, a, a bona fide, legitimate one. And there's a reason he slipped to, to the middle of the second round. Not many people thought he would become that. They thought he'd be good, yeah. but not that. No, he's outstanding and he does everything. This mm-hmm. is not some, this is not some Welsh, well, you know, I'm I'm gonna say it. Some people think Wes Welker and guys like that and Edelman, like, and I'm mm-hmm. not naming all white guys, but it some people think that guys like that benefit from the system or that's not what this is. This is y'all, mm-hmm. y'all, y'all can stop all of that stuff. This is a legitimate number one. I don't care what color he is. He's a number one receiver anywhere in the NFL because he's big, he's fast, he runs around, he catches with his hands, he runs after the catch. There's absolutely nothing Cooper Cup can't do, and that's a good call by you. Defensive player of the year. I we're going to agree. We're going to agree here. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, I, as much love as everyone has given uh, the kid in Dallas. And, and I love him too. Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons. And 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 he is, he might be other than Derek Thomas and um uh Derek Thomas and um 
the kid who just got traded to the Rams. Uh, Von Miller. Von those Miller. two, those are the two guys that I always thought that gave me glimpses of Lawrence Taylor, right? Mm. And Parsons is the closest thing because it's like he's unstoppable inside, outside, wherever you want to put him. No, mm-hmm. man, he ain't getting it this year. There's a kid now in Pittsburgh named Watt. He, he, is, he is no longer living in the shadows of his little brother. No. That, he's, he, uh, he's 22 and a half sacks with a game to go. Yeah, he's a freak. He's a freak. And uh, he got after Baker early and often on, on Sunday or on Monday night. Four and, and a half. Browns didn't, Browns didn't give poor James Hudson uh, any help, which – is ridiculous in my eyes, a rookie tackle. But uh yeah, it was it's crazy. Uh, it's crazy. You can have two guys, two guys. I did a poll. I said, name two two siblings in any sport mm-hmm. that are the best two siblings you've ever seen. And early this year, I don't think the Watt brothers won. I think it was someone else. I don't know, man. We might have to revisit that. It, very rarely do you see two guys win uh defensive player of the year. Yeah. In the and in you go back to those pre-draft evaluations and there were a lot of questions about TJ Watt, a lot. Yep. And, and he fell to the end of that first round and man, has he exceeded expectations and it was a great landing spot in Pittsburgh. And he's, he certainly thrived there. Let's stick with the defense defensive uh, rookie of the year. It's gotta be Micah Parsons to me. Any debate? No, no debate whatsoever. Uh, he's, he's actually second in, in defensive player of the year. So I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, he is the defensive player of the year on defense. Now let's get to offense. Come on, man. Come on, James. I see that look you just I see that look you just gave the camera. Like, come on, man. We already know what it is. This is your guy. This is my guy from the draft. There were guys that told me when he ran his 40-yard dash, he doesn't look fast. And I said, you know, my buddy that does training, James Coleman, told me it's those tree trunk legs, the power in those legs. You might not look fast. And he caught a hitch the other day and cut back and was literally like a gazelle surrounded by a pack of hyenas and pushed it out of there. And I was like, thought y'all told me he wasn't fast. And I'm talking mm-hmm. about Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is the real deal despite all of those drops and all of the, you know, one week T. Higgins is better than him. And, okay, hold my beer. Watch this. Man, he is just unreal, man. He is everything that we thought. And he reminds me of that dude we were talking about in segment one without all the baggage he reminds me of antonio brown because his ability to separate when the ball is in the air yeah i think he's stronger too but you're right like that that's a good comp uh yeah he looked like simba running back to the pride lands right running all the hyenas that were you right. know around him in lion king or something he looked, uh, no, like, he's been on- he looked like he looked like joe burrow running from all those linemen in training camp when he was a rookie remember that <laughs> <laughs> he's uh yeah, I do remember that. He's um, look, he's unbelievable. And you know, I'll run through the number: seventy-nine receptions, four hundred, uh, fourteen hundred, twenty-nine yards, thirteen touchdowns. Um, all these are franchise records uh, or rookie records for the Bengals, and I could go down the list. But uh, the thing that really impresses me too is he's a great run blocker. He's helped out Joe Mixon. He's made things easier on T. Higgins, Joe Burrow. Suddenly, um, you know, to me, and we'll get to him in a second with comeback player of the year. But, or we'll get to him right now. I think Joe Burrow is comeback player of the year. But a big reason why I think Burrow will get MVP votes after his recent stretch is because of what Chase has done for Burrow going off script, his playmaking ability, his deep ball. All of those numbers are astronomically better than they were last year. So Chase has had a huge impact. I think he's ahead of Mac Jones. And the way I would put it, because they're going to be Patriots fans that are mad, Mac Jones to me is a great rookie quarterback. 
but just a you know a, a league average starting quarterback as a rookie. Meanwhile, Jamar Chase is a great rookie wide receiver, but he's also a great wide receiver no matter the year. And I think that's the the main difference. Special, special dude, man. I mean, you had two weeks in a row where the first week someone goes, Justin Jefferson was the best receiver at LSU, hands down. And then they go, definitely. And then some people go, T. Higgins is the number one wide receiver in Cincinnati. And it's hands down and it's not even close. And it seems like that kid was like, oh, really? To the point where I didn't, didn't Joe Burrow say something in a, in a meeting the other day? He called it M and F balls. Or something yeah, he like said, that. Uh, he said, um, on, on, thir- on the third and 27, he was like, F it. I know Jamar, Jamar's down there somewhere. Yeah. And he made the throw. <laughs> F it. <laughs> F it ball. It's just an F it ball. I'm going to throw it up there. He's down there somewhere. So yeah. it's amazing, man. And guys like that in the NFL, when they get off the bus, you know who they are. And he's one of those guys. So he's going to be like that for a while. We're going to talk about power rankings because now is really a line of demarcation. As a matter of fact, a couple of them uh, in the top half of our power rankings. And we'll do that in just a second here on Locked On NFL on a Wednesday. But I got to tell you about Get Upside, the incredible app that's going to save you money every time you fill up your gas tank. Our listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. All you got to do is download the GetUpside app from the App Store or Google Play. And right now with promo code TOUCHDOWN, you're going to get a bonus $0.25 off per gallon on your first fill-up. It's a free app. There's no catch. And uh, the cashback gets added right to your bank account. You can cash out anytime uh, or or to your GetUpside account. You can cash out to your bank account, to PayPal. You can get gift cards, whatever you want to do. So download GetUpside right now. Make sure you use promo code TOUCHDOWN for a bonus 25 cents off per gallon on your first fill up. Again, download the GetUpside app right now and use promo code TOUCHDOWN. That is right. And we thank you for making us your first listen of the day here on Locked On NFL on a Wednesday. I almost said Locked On, you know what. But <laughs> Real quick, real quick, Tony, before we get to power rankings, um, coach of the year and comeback player of the year. I already said Joe Burrow is my comeback player I, I of the agree. year. I agree. I okay. agree. I agree then, with that. And then coach of the year is Mike Vrabel for me. Who do you have? Vrabel's a very good choice, but I'm going to do something that uh, I'm going to go a different way. Mm-hmm. I think the coach of the year is Mike LaFleur, and I'll tell you why. Because with that offseason they just had, with with how he has to navigate stuff and continuously right, answer yeah. questions yep. and, and go through all of the, you guys are disrespecting Aaron and, and oh, you ain't disrespect Aaron. Aaron kind of lied and misled. And you have to really watch what you say when you have a guy that's as temperamental and as cerebral and can be a little bit passive aggressive like Aaron Rodgers to keep that whole thing together to make. I remember the first week when they were playing against uh, New Orleans here in Jacksonville and I went to the game. Folks lit up in the fact that they chose Joe Barry to be their defense coordinator. And and they pulled Joe Barry's resume out and said he sucks and he's this and he's that. The defense is one of the best in the league without Jair, you know, at cornerback. Yep. So 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 my thing is, is sometimes the guy that has a lot, and we've seen guys like Popovich and Phil Jackson in other sports, sometimes we take for granted just how much they have to deal with also as opposed to it'd be real easy for me to say whoever that dude is in Oakland or, or Las Vegas that took that team over after all of that stuff. 
I mean, they just got another guy arrested the other day. The fact that he even has them on the precipice of maybe making the playoffs is amazing to me, considering mm-hmm. why Gruden was fired. Henry Ruggs killed somebody. Another dude said he's going to kill somebody. They had to get rid of him. And now this dude does this. For them to survive that, he, he deserves an honorable mention and a pat on the back as well. And I hope he even gets consideration to keep that job. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Um about that, that he's done a hell of a job, and who knows, maybe the Raiders do squeak into the playoffs. Let's quickly take a look at our Week 18 power rankings. Final power rankings of the regular season. Packers, no surprise, stay in the top spot. The Rams move up from three to two, and the Bucks move up as well. A spot, the Titans all the way up to four. The Chiefs fall to five, Bills sixth. Bengals move up to seventh. Cardinals are eighth. Cowboys ninth. Patriots tenth followed by the Colts, Chargers, 49ers, Raiders, Eagles, and Ravens. Any beef there with that first half? I have no beef with it whatsoever because the Cowboys, Colts, and Ra- uh, Patriots deserve what they get. And the the drops and the, the doubt and the disrespect because we big upped all three of those three weeks in a row. I don't know if we remember. Three Wednesdays in a row, we talked about all three of those teams, and mm-hmm. now they go out here and lay this egg like that. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think it's pretty – Pretty close. Uh, the Titans, yeah, currently the one seed in the AFC. I don't buy it. I don't buy them. I think Ryan Tannehill at some point is going to cost you. Titans fans don't crush me. I just think when you play the Chiefs, when you play the Bills, when you play the Bengals, when you play teams like that, they're going to have a better quarterback than you. And that's uh, that's tough to overcome multiple times in the playoffs. Uh, the back half, Big Ben and the Pittsburgh Steelers move up to 17th. The Saints, 18th. Dolphins 19th, Vikings 20th, Broncos 21st, the Browns fall to 22nd, followed by the Falcons, Bears, and Seahawks at 25th, Washington is 26th, the Panthers 27th, Jets and Texans round out the 20s, followed by the Lions at 30, the Giants at 31, and the Jaguars, your Jags at 32. Yeah, and they've secured, I believe, the first pick in the draft, unless they beat the Colts this weekend and then the Lions uh, lose their game, uh, but it doesn't really matter. First, second, third, it doesn't matter unless they fix the front office and do the right things. It doesn't matter how many number one picks they have. They're going to fail. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm looking at this list, right? Mm-hmm. And there's something really, really weird on here. Now, the lowest, I'll say it like this. I believe by looking at these rankings, there are legitimately five teams that could win it all. Five. That can win it all? Yes. Okay. Ironically, one of them is ranked 13th and it's the 49ers do you really i really i really do believe that on any given day because of the way that they're built and i always look at the games like this give me the 10 best players playing in this game and the 49ers probably have four or five guys that are as good as if you go fred warner debo samuel Mm -hmm. george kittle uh, nick bosa and Trent Williams. That's five guys that, that'll rival any five guys in on any team in the league. You can hmm. you 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 can just give me your five best players and if I and if I name them, you're like, uh-huh, yeah, we, we all right. Yep. And, the, and the, so the question becomes, will Jimmy G right be able? You know, it's the Ryan Tannehill thing. Trey Lance isn't ready. Doesn't look ready at least. So, you know, can Jimmy G be that guy? Maybe, but. They're going to have to go through Brady. They're going to have to go through Rodgers. They're going to have to go through 
you know, potentially somebody back, but they got they got to beat them all. They got to beat them all because they'll have some help. But I do sure. agree with you. I do agree with your point. And I guess the reason why I feel that way, and I'm going to steal this from Ryan Clark on ESPN. He said, out of all the teams in the league, you can look at a team and see who they want to be versus who they are. Like Dallas is the real chameleon when it comes to that. But the mm-hmm. 49ers are the one team, and maybe the Titans, that you look at them and this is who they want to be, and it's exactly who they are every single week. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it, it, that's just who they are and it's what they are. All the misdirection and, and you know, the, the they use the run. I mean, they use the pass like the run. They can really rush the passer. As bad as the secondary is, nobody's been able to exploit them uh, to a certain degree. And and for for instance, you think about it like this: If they play the Rams, you think they got a problem with the Rams? They keep beating them. They ain't got no problem with them, you know. That, that's so. Yeah. It's those little things like that that they can maybe have a little bit of a quirky little season and back the way. I don't think Buffalo can do it. I really don't. Yeah, it, it, it's they need some help, and I don't think they're gonna. Yeah, without White, it's tough because they they've suffered some big injuries. Right. Um, that being said, I think it's pretty open. All these teams are flawed. You know, the Bucks are flawed. The Packers are flawed. The, the 49ers. So, yeah, if you told me the Bucks 49ers make up. a run, if you told me the Bills made a run, if you told me the Patriots made a run, heck, I'm in Cincinnati and I'm not being a homer here. If you told me the Bengals won a game or two in the playoffs, wouldn't shock me. I need yeah. to see the draw first. The Chargers are capable. So it's uh, it's fun because I there are a lot of good to great quarterbacks and there's no clear-cut favorite right now. And I would lean Chiefs in the AFC if you really held yeah. me up to it. But right. I've seen them win back-to-back AFC titles, and I might feel differently uh, a couple of weeks from now. Right. So we appreciate you guys uh, tuning in with us all year. We got one more week to go to see if James and Tony can 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 kind of be right on their predictions. So at some point, we'll know the answer to it. And it doesn't stop because we'll be here even after that because we do this every single week. And what you need to do also – with all of these guys going in and out and these guys being banged up, and before you make your bets, you need to go and make sure you listen to the Locked On Bets podcast with your boy Q and his analyst, Lee Sterling. Now, follow the podcast, like, subscribe, and listen to it very, very closely before you go and make your wages because they give it to you like no other. Make that your second listen of the day because we know that Locked On NFL, Locked On Bengals, and Locked On Jaguars are all your first listen of every single jet james stay warm man and i'm gonna try to stay cool down here in florida <laughs> i hate you for that comment tony <laughs> i no doubt about it no you don't hate me you know that hey man y'all take care of each other and uh one more week one more week of uh of what we have going on here and also keep an eye on the antonio brown situation because as people say it's fluid i love that new phrase it's fluid all right for james rapine tony wiggins locked on nfl on a wednesday you guys take care